Good morning, good people. This is Daniel, and welcome to the Daniel's Journal Entry. This is your host, Daniel, and I am almost a graduate in economics, and I will be going through the budget speech with you guys, right? So, we're just going to speak about um, what uh, Mr. Tito Mboweni announced at the budget speech uh, this month and what's you know what's new uh, how this affects the normal citizen how this affects poor people how this affects you and I as a student and yeah so we're gonna be covering a couple of topics Um I'm just gonna go through the topics uh, not yeah okay so one of the topics we're gonna discuss uh well since you guys you, you guys know that there uh, there is a a budget speech a medium term budget speech in October every year this is this not just one budget speech every year in February there's also a budget speech a medium term budget speech in October um we're going to go through what are the developments since that budget speech um we're also going to go through the tax revenue since this podcast as i saw listens to a lot of taxpayers well i would presume uh, taxpayers and students. So tax revenue and raising the SARS capacity. You know, uh, and we're gonna speak a little bit about sin taxes, about the government expenditure, about state-owned enterprises like ESCOM. We're gonna speak about the consolidated fiscal framework, the division of revenue, and how your money as a taxpayer is combating crime and corruption. So I'll see you guys there. Alright, now let's get into our first topic, of which is the development since the October medium-term budget policy statement. Now, Mr. Tito Mboweni uh, outlined a few things. Uh, and during the 2018-2019 financial year, we experienced these statistics. The tax revenue, and revenue is the amount of money the government earns, as in like gets, as in like the income, resulted in 1.3 trillion. The government spending was 1.5 trillion. Spending is, government spending is the amount of money the government spends. Uh, the budget deficit as a result was 215 billion to be exact. 215 billion in a budget deficit. Hmm. Now, the expected growth or the growth for 2018 was recorded at 0.7% for 2018. And for 2019, it's expected to be 1.5%. And skipping over a year, in 2021, it's expected to be 21 we're expecting growth for the country to be at 2.1%. Hmm. Now, all of these are low. They are very low. Uh, extremely low. Imagine experiencing e- uh, economic growth of 0.7%. Well, that's exactly what happened to South Africa. So, but then, 
looking at the bright side, remember we were in a technical recession last year. Um, and a technical recession means that um, the country is not growing. In fact, the country is actually going back. So, um, if we had continued being in a technical recession, eventually resulting in us being in a recession, we um, would be experiencing negative growth or we would have experienced negative growth in the entire year of 2018. So, now, these with these statistics, with these statistics, 1.5%, 2.1%, uh, they're not as bad because remember we are still bouncing out of recession so growth is expected to slow down or growth is uh, expected to be slow and steady uh, so we shouldn't immediately after a recession expect there to be um, a, a quick 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 jump out of the current position that we're in so we're still in a, a little bit of a pickle but at least we came out so you know at least we came out at least we're not experiencing negative growth anymore we are on the on the positive side still gonna need a lot of work um, chief economists uh, say that we're gonna be in this position for quite some time you know uh, slowly experiencing growth and yeah with all due time we will get back on our feet now, moving on to syntaxes, uh, all of the products experienced, um, sorry, all, almost all products that are syn uh, products, <laughs> um, now, what is a syntax? If you don't know what a syntax is, a syntax is, well, syn products are products that are, are basically consumed by the consumers of a nation that are kind of like bad but not all of them are bad because we have fuel in it well it is kind of bad because you know more fuel global warming and all that stuff so these are bad products that the country consumes on a regular basis and those include alcohol tobacco and fuel so the government has increased these taxes and yeah, almost all the products that are eligible for syntax uh, have been increased in price. I believe there, were like one, there was just one product that was just not increased. But your typical beers and your whiskeys and all that, they all incur taxes and increase. Uh, the largest one being 4.4 rand something cents. Uh, shortly, just short of 5 rand uh, for a bottle of whatever whiskey or uh, vodka you want to buy uh, the most notable syntax would be the fuel levies uh, that would be increased by 29 cents and diesel will be increased by 30 cents now what does that mean as a person who has a car uh, who goes to work every morning that just means you're gonna pay 29 cents extra for your fuel that's basically what it means um yeah Be and it's just tax it's not like it's what is supposed to happen that's how much oil costs nowadays no it's something that the government is actually li literally increasing themselves uh for extra taxes 
and obviously it's beneficial and it's negative it's negative for the uh, average person average person who's driving a car down the street but it's positive for the economy cause this just means an increase in government revenue yeah moving on to expenditure government expenditure by government expenditure we mean the amount of money that the government spends uh, on the country or in the country so since October government has taken steps to adjust the baseline expenditure downwards by 50.3 billion um, now remember at the beginning I spoke about the budget deficit of 215 billion now obviously we need to try and reduce that starting from now we can just hope to reduce it in the future so the, the steps one step that the government is taking in order to reduce the budget deficit is um, is uh, by saving this amount of money and how 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 is how you think how is the government saving this amount of money right now half of these reductions it means 25 billion come from the adjustment to government spending on compensation uh, meaning that government employees what the government spends on paying people in the country compensation will reduce for some people because um, I was in class like I said I'm an economic student right so I was in classes all the time and our lecturer was like how on earth is a person or a leader of um, a government institution, a state-owned enterprises uh, such as ESCOM being paid 3 million rand a month to manage and run ESCOM. Uh, it just doesn't make sense. How is our president, not that I'm going after the president or anyone, but how is our president or people like that earning 3 or 4 billion, I mean million, in compensation every month? It's ridiculous. So the government is working very hard in order to cut those uh, expenses, cut, cut on those compensations and, you know, save money for the, for the country. So this is a good move. I don't know how uh, the, the, the parliament reacted to this when this happened because I literally just read the entire budget speech. I didn't watch it. Uh, so I would think it, there was a sense of uh, dismay. Uh, Disdemeanor in the parliament and people being like, "Oh man, is my salary gonna be chopped or what's gonna happen?" But honestly, if I was running the, uh, if I was a member of the parliament, I would definitely not pay the ESCOM CEO three million every month, and the person is probably still earning three million every month despite ESCOM's um, horror, horrible, horrible, horrible ongoing but we'll get there so about ESCOM so now um, what also uh, consists of the 50.3 billion it, it comes from the reducing uh, spending on specific programs in the country now the t Mr. Tito Mboweni didn't necessarily speak of which programs he he'll be um, he'll be uh, reducing spending on 
you just said that he'll be reducing spending on certain programs so i guess we'll just wait and see which you know governments they are uh, government programs are not in continuation anymore yeah so but yeah this is a really good move cause the government needs the extra money in order to uh to 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 reduce the government spending and at least get an increased tax revenue so that we can bounce out of our our little budget deficit trap mhm mm Now, let's speak about probably one of the most important uh, topics of this podcast, this podcast, state-owned enterprises. Now, what are state-owned enterprises? State-owned enterprises are companies, right, that are owned by the government, that are not private, that the government owns and controls. Uh an example of these um enterprises is the South African Airways SABC Eskom and many others. Now, what happened with these state-owned enterprises is that these ones that I just said right now stated South African Airways SABC Eskom are coming forward and asking for funding from the government now they're asking for the government to splash money at them and help them get out of whatever trouble they that they're in and uh, to be frank to be clear it's not just these companies there are others these are just the more well-known companies that need money and obviously when these companies need money they need billions and billions of rands um and now you start to ask why why do these companies need money why do they need money they're such big companies they should be able to be making money themselves you know it's really confusing where is all the money going are these companies not making any profit what's happening are the expenses so great that they can pay their debts now they want money first of all how do they how did they even get to get debts right what created or contributed to them borrowing money in the first place you know like escom it's it owes a lot of money so much money now it needs the backing up of the government to help them with whatever they need to they need help with it's crazy it's just it's almost madness now what we really need to ask ourselves is do we really need these enterprises <laughs> this is a really good question like the south african airways do we really need it do we really need south african airways to be around what's going to happen if it's not around it's not like we don't have a lot of private institutions in fact south african airways could be acting as a barrier to entry for some uh Uh, airline companies like for example you might want to get into the airline business but uh, you find that there's not enough more uh, there's not enough 
market in the market for you to actually start your company uh, or, or penetrate the market because there, there there's already a large fleet of airlines in South Africa South African Airways uh, that's just one example South, the South African Broadcasting Commission do we really need SABC? why? because it has a lot of jobs now imagine right if you you, you state that we need it because of the many jobs that it holds. First of all, uh, the South African Broadcasting Commission retrenched uh, almost 2,000 employees last year. Now, or, or, or if it didn't uh, retrench, it threatened to retrench them. I didn't follow up on that. So, and obviously it was uh, a revenue problem. Obviously, they don't have enough cash to pay the employees, so that's why this is happening, and all of that. So now, this is just an opinion that I'm gonna uh, bring up. I feel like these state-owned enterprises are not managed really well. Um, there's not there's a lack of care given to these enterprises uh, because they are uh, state-owned. Um, only a few people actually take time into looking and checking whether this company is legible and doing the right things and all that stuff imagine if it was a private company if it was a private company and you were in charge you would always 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 make sure that your company is destined for greatness so that's why uh, a lot of economists uh, preach privatization for a lot of firms including ESCO um okay now let's just move over to the rest government won't pay ESCOM's debt anymore yes so apparently the government has been helping ESCOM pay its debts uh it shouldn't have in the first place and uh, the government will only put aside 23 billion to financially support ESCOM during its reconfiguration. Now, okay, now obviously ESCOM is going through a lot, so I guess 23 billion put aside for ESCOM solely is, you know, something to help it out with. Uh, yeah, well, we obviously need to help ESCOM out, otherwise, we'll have no chilling for eternity right uh, but it's a big problem where did all the money go what is what is causing these problems and there are a lot of articles on the internet telling you that if escom uh, was a publicly traded company and you put your money into escom it would literally be like putting your money or throwing your money into the ocean <laughs> Yeah, so ESCOM is going through that stage and I don't know if I should say we're excited to see where it goes after this uh, statement made by Mr. Tito Boweni. We'll just have to wait and see. Now, let's move over to something else. Now, SARS, the South African Revenue Services. If you are a taxpayer, where does all your money go? It goes to SARS, you pay, you pay the taxman and the taxman takes your money, gives it to the government, the government takes it, builds you roads for, for you to drive your car, you know, builds your street lights, uh, takes the money and, you know, builds hospitals for you to go when you and your
your kids are ill you know gives you protection by the police you know uh, there are a lot of things that your money does you know and including giving it to the poor anyway now Sarah's was broken while fixing a problem that never existed now if you don't know Sarah's had a problem recently or not recently within these two years um and they tried to fix a problem that was never broke there was never a problem but they tried fixing a problem and this resulted in them spending 204 million 204 million taxpayer money went to fixing a problem that never existed and they paid a consulting company called Bain and Co now Saras tried to reconstruct Saras operation model but it turned into a disaster while being held by a consulting company called Bain and, Bain and Co uh, crucial units and functions were written out for the revenue service structure. Reporting lines were fractured. Uh, I don't even know what to make of that. To make it worse, uh, Monyane, Monyane is the SARS commissioner. Uh, Monyane's SARS withheld VAT refunds to everyone except the Guptas. Uh, this was two years ago. So this means that they uh, instead of giving everyone their tax refund they just were withheld them and only uh, like to everyone except the guptas if the guptas had uh, needed a tax refund they would pay them their tax refund and sars they overstated compliance therefore they lied to the parliament hmm SARS, the South African state-owned enterprise, lied to the parliament. SARS, uh, though, fell short of collecting uh, money, and this disaster had a direct influence in the recent VAT hike to 50%. Yes, you heard it. You heard it here, folks. The reason VAT increased by increased by one percent from 14% to 15% was largely due to the fact that SARS had a problem or created a problem that it never had in the first place you know it without a lot of money they it, they lied to the parliament and then when the parliament saw that that there was a problem and it was a really big problem they had no choice but to increase that from 40 to 15 percent uh, and with that increase it was largely due to SARS. Now, this means that our money, 200 million, went to uh, the company Bain and Co. for literally nothing. For literally nothing. Now, tax revenue and raising SARS capacity. Now, what's the solution to this problem? This was a problem. Now, what's the solution? The solution is. Uh, higher than expected refunds need to be made uh, crap. okay this lowers revenue for the year but injects money into the economy since uh, SARS needs to pay out all the tax refunds to all the people in South Africa not everyone who whomever needs to have a tax refund uh, 
since they pay out money into people's bank accounts or whatnot, this means that they are injecting money into the economy. That stimulates the economy. So, and this might lead to an increased economic growth. So, that's really good. Um, but it's bad for SARS, as in the South African Revenue Service state-owned enterprise. We speak about this a lot. Uh, so, SARS is appointing a new commissioner. Yes, and the IT teams and systems will be strengthened. Now, that's what Titumbo and he said. So, will they really be strengthened? We don't know. We'll just wait and see. And they're adding tax to the tax free threshold, meaning people who aren't paying tax before will now be paying it. Now, if you don't understand what I just said, there is a tax implement on previous people who weren't paying tax. Now, you understand that they are, there's the poverty line. Uh, people, are, everyone under the poverty line doesn't get, doesn't pay any tax, obviously, because you know they're either not working or whatever. And then now you get your this bar of people who are working but earning a really low income and then the income increases and increases and then up to a certain point there's a tax bracket that tax brackets going from there you know and now the group of income of people who are within this group of income who weren't paying tax the last group uh, before tax is implemented now are gonna start being uh, taxed so yeah that's yeah it's something because now these people obviously they're low income it means the government you know uh people and especially rich people with and who do tax evasion and tax fraud they complain that the government is charging them too much tax and all that now since this year the government is not imposing any tax or increasing any tax to those people they're just continuing increasing taxes to people who are suffering not necessarily suffering but people who earn a lower income now how good is that gonna do to our Gini coefficient uh, by that I mean what good is that gonna do to our to our inequalities so South Africa has a lot of inequality a small amount small portion of people in the country own a very large amount of wealth in the country and the rest own a very little amount of wealth and now how good is that gonna do to inequality so but then I, I, I guess the government has a plan you know I guess I guess they have a plan and we shall see based on the results right now yeah so what is this gonna do there's a that's obviously the downside but what's the good side of this the good side is that if this raises an additional 12.8 billion rand 12.8 billion you know 12.8 billion that the uh, the the government could spend on the poorer communities so maybe inequality will be balanced out from here but I really feel like the government shouldn't take money from the 
less poorer people giving it to the poor people they should take money from the rich people and give it to the poor people so they should just increase uh, personal income tax on the higher and un- un- income earners and this is how i feel uh, as an economist so yeah well i'm um, this 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 is all really interesting and it's interesting to see what's going to happen um with all of these the, these things being said uh it was a really good budget speech i feel like jitombo when he did his part uh he still has a lot of things to do uh a lot of work to do with you know the south african reserve bank in terms of inflation and i know that's not directly his job but there's a lot south africa needs to do before we could really say we are a good developing country we'll stay a developed developing country forever if we keep on falling back on certain things escom i feel like escom should be privatized that's just me um i feel like the government should increase taxes on the uh, higher income earners in south africa and you know balance out inequality south africa has one of the most highest inequalities in the world if you don't understand what inequality means inequality is um the difference in wealth between groups of people yeah but i did i believe i did explain that a little bit um yeah so that's it fun making this podcast for you guys i i really appreciate the support on my last episode i got 40 40 something plays and this is this is all new to me i always knew i wanted to make a podcast so yeah really nice thank you guys for listening to me this young kid with an iphone just recording episodes on a phone in his dorm room in college so yeah it means a lot um by the way guys if you're listening to this on the website um i will be launching my website and on a page on my website macbase.co.za/podcasts is where you'll be able to listen to my podcast if you want to listen it listen to it there if you want to listen to the podcast on an app on your phone you could download a, a variety of apps uh google podcasts um anchor is what, what i'm using to record this episode actually and anchor is good cuz you can actually send replies uh voice replies stating your pro you, what you think i should do or what topic you want me to cover or something like that uh there's apple podcasts uh there are a bunch of podcast applications and most on most platforms most of those platform uh, uh 
podcast applications i am available like spotify apple podcast uh as a streamer streamer yeah i forgot the name but yeah streamer almost any uh podcast application you will find me uh so thank you guys for listening if you want to follow me on social media it's romeo.css and i really like the support and i will continue making podcasts every week a minimum of one podcast every week as uh detailing economic issues and how this impacts your life and the people around you and i want this podcast to be focused on young people and not 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 necessarily young people but uh the impact on economic decisions on young people because you know this for example unemployment is just a big topic and unemployment is on its all time high so uh, it's very important to help the young people first and then we get to the older people because you know all the people already have jobs you know what i mean not all of them but yeah anyway guys i will see you on the next episode peace